Hello, everyone, and welcome to Funnier Than Cancer. This is the third episode of my new podcast. And um, before I get started, I just want to jump into something very exciting. I have finally gotten my stuff together and gotten all of my social media accounts set up, at least enough for it to be worthwhile. Um, And I thought the easiest way was just to set up a link tree. So if you go to linkter.e, okay, it's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash funnier than cancer, you'll see all the links to all of my accounts, Facebook, Instagram, uh, you'll see my WhatsApp contact, you'll see uh, where to find the podcast, all that good stuff. So check it out. Talk to me, leave me comments, ask me questions, whatever. I want to hear from you, okay? Now, today is going to be a fun episode because what's cancer without a little bit of fun? All right, I want to start off with two different episodes of my life. In 2013, November of 2013, I ran the Philadelphia Marathon. I fulfilled a lifelong goal of mine, and by lifelong, I mean a goal that I started six months earlier. So, in 2022, I was diagnosed with colon cancer, and I had been sick for well over a year at that point, but I was finally diagnosed in September of 2022. The question is, what does running a marathon and colon cancer have in common? One very simple theme. Never trust a fart. And that's the topic of this week's episode. All right, so when I was sick, leading up to my diagnosis and my surgery and all that good stuff, the reality is, like I joke I joke around about it, but the illness was really awful, okay? Now, many of you listening to this have experienced explosive diarrhea before, but what I went through, I would not wish on my worst enemy. Now, imagine being a grown adult and being afraid to leave the house for fear that you won't make it to the bathroom. Now, I don't know how many times this actually happened, but I can tell you for certain, I would need more than two hands to count the number of times that this urge came on so suddenly and I did my best to clench the cheeks and power walk to the bathroom, but didn't make it on time. Now, I was still married at the time, and to her credit, my wife was amazing. Never once did she make me feel bad about it, and this is before we even knew that I had cancer, so as far as she knew, I was just shitting my pants. But imagine my shame, right? I was pre-soaking my underwear in the toilet before I could even put them in the wash. I mean, no matter how supported she made me feel, I was still always too ashamed to tell her what had happened. Now, nothing beats the time I was in the kitchen early one morning 
and I was in my bathrobe. By the way, a white bathrobe. Nothing underneath. And that feeling came. Don't trust a fart. And all I can say is thank God for hardwood floors. Because I never made it through the dining room. Talk about staining those hardwood floors. <laughs> when I finally got out of the bathroom, I found my wife cleaning up the mess in the dining room. And I told her what happened, and she said, Oh, Michael, that stinks. And honestly, I wasn't sure if she was just being supportive or stating a fact. Because either one would have fit. Okay, I'm making jokes. But here's the thing. What's the lesson out of all of this? The lesson is this. Life is messy sometimes. And sometimes, despite all our greatest efforts, everything turns to shit. So what do we do? We clean ourselves up as best we can. We hold our heads high. We make sure that we have a reliable support network. And when we have that reliable support network, we make sure they know how grateful we are for everything they do for us. And in this case, do as I say, not as I did. Okay? Now, when life gets messy... I think one of the greatest dangers we face is habituation, meaning getting used to it. So in keeping with this wonderful scatological theme, I'm going to tell you about an experience I had when I was at Villanova. So when I, when I was at Villanova, I took uh, two psych courses and in my intro to psych, the professor taught the concept of habituation this way. If we enter a room and there's a pile of poo in the corner, it's going to stink. And we are going to be aware of how bad it stinks. Now, the longer that we're in that room with the pile of poo, eventually we stop noticing the stink. Why is that? The poo hasn't changed. It still has all the same smelly poo particles, or should I say, sharticles, or shouldn't I? It still has all those same particles as when we first entered the room, but we have habituated. Our body, our senses have adapted to the smell so that the signals no longer assault our brain. When our life turns to a big old pile of poo, it's going to stink, and it should stink. But we must fight the temptation to habituate, right? There's a balance between learning to live through the stink and forgetting that it stinks in the first place. Because the second we forget that it stinks, in other words, the moment we habituate, to the messiness of life, then we handicap ourselves in our fight 
to lift ourselves out of that mess. We need coping mechanisms for the mess of life. We need therapy. And I'm telling you right now, pretty much if you're listening to this podcast, you should be in therapy. That's just my belief. If you're human, you should probably be in therapy because we're all a little messed up. So we need coping mechanisms like therapy. We need our friends and our family. We need to exercise. We need a good red wine sometimes or a glass of Lagavulin. But not too much. Otherwise, you're inviting a whole other pile of poo into the room. And again, do as I say, not as I do. But these coping mechanisms are healthy and they help us continue to acknowledge the stench upon our lives in the moment. But, and this is a very important but, without accepting its inevitability. Now, in case any of you have ever doubted the existence of miracles, remember this. I just spent 10 minutes talking about poo and I didn't giggle once. Thank God for audio editing software is all I'm going to say. <laughs> anyway, that's all for this week. I'll see you next Friday. And just remember, please, whether your life has literally or figuratively turned into a pile of poo, you got this. I promise. I believe in you. I've been there. And I believe in you. You've got this.